and welcome to Families Arising podcast. My name is Olusha Yashiru, and I'm excited to welcome you to this podcast where we talk about all things motherhood, family, faith, and life. And so I'm excited to be your host, and I hope that you can stay connected to our community here. And if you never want to miss another episode of our podcast series, all you have to do is go to our website at familiesarising.org forward slash podcast and get yourself to listen to all our previous episodes as well. So let's get started for today's episode. It is week four of our Thrive devotional series in this episode of the Families Arising podcast. Welcome again to another episode and today we are going to be talking about the how of learning to thrive. It gives me great joy and excitement to welcome you to another discussion on our Thrive devotional series this week. In the last week we started off a discussion around getting the right education to thrive. We said that to thrive, we must immerse ourselves in learning and getting skilled in the right things. We also established how learning happens and we talked about the pillars of learning. If you remember that, we talked about how learning takes place and we looked at those pillars that can be a way for us to learn. If we must step into the fullness of what we have been called for and if we must flourish, in our God-given assignment, then we must identify the gaps in our lives, the gaps in our learning, and we should say to ourselves, what do I need to do to upskill? How can I ensure that I am moving forward and growing into becoming the person I need to become? In what areas am I lacking? And how can I ensure that I bridge those gaps in my learning? That's how we can truly move forward to equip ourselves in those areas where we are deficient. And so this week, we want to build on what we started off in the last episode. And we're going to take that further. And we're going to be discussing around ways that we can subject ourselves to the process of learning and tutelage. How can we ensure that learning would happen? In what ways can we learn? What are the methods that we can adopt in our lives if we want to learn? I'm just going to share a few of the ones that have helped me over the years. And this is not to say this is all the ways we can learn, but these ones have helped me over, over time. And let's talk about them together. Okay, the first one I want to share about is we can learn through wise company. So what, no wonder the Bible says in Proverbs 13 verse 20, it says, He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. If you walk with the wise, you become wise because you rub off on each other. That's what it is. It's a regular principle. The more you spend time with somebody, the more you become like them. That's the truth. It's why we must choose the kinds of people we interact with, the kinds of people we expose ourselves to continually and regularly. Because they will rub off on us. We're going to become like them one way or the other. So one of the best ways through which active learning takes place is to surround ourselves with the right kinds of people. Right kinds of relationships that can help us to grow. 
that can sharpen us, that can sharpen our skills, right? Even the Bible says iron sharpens iron. So if you want to learn, expose yourself to the, to the counsel of wise people. This category of learning through wise company, we can still break that down around what kinds of company, in what form can they come to us? How will that look like sometimes? And we can learn from people around us. It could be our mentors, people that we look up to, that have gone ahead of us in one area or the other. People who know more than we know in that area, in that knowledge area. They're not even necessarily older than us, but they just know better because they've been on that path longer than we have been. And this can even be for different areas of our lives, right? You can get mentored in any area of our lives where we feel like there's a bit of deficiency, right? A, a, a bit of lack of skill, of knowledge. We can bridge that gap through exposing ourselves to mentors. We can expose ourselves also to peers, people that are on, a, on the same level as us, but by continued interaction, continued engagement, we learn from each other. And then through people like coaches that we actually engage deliberately to train us or to move us forward in that area where we're deficient in something that we need to move into. So we should ask ourselves, if I want to learn, who are the people in my life? Are they the kinds of people that can help me? And then start to identify them and say, I'm going to deliberately become friends with this person or get them involved in my life through mentorship, through peer engagement, through coaching, whatever that looks like for you, actively seek them out and engage with them. It's a great way to learn because those people would have influence on us in different ways and we can learn through exposure and interaction and continued engagement with them. Another way that we can learn is through the body of existing knowledge. So things like books, videos, podcasts, other kinds of material that have been published on whatever subject matter we think we need to learn about. Those things are already existing. We're not going to manufacture them from somewhere. They are there. We just have to do a bit of research and digging deeper and saying, how can I, what is existing already that can help me learn, right, in this area of my life? So whatever gap you've identified in your life, seek knowledge and say, what is existing? Research about it and study. It's no wonder the Bible says, even in 2 Timothy 2.15, it says, study and do your best. Talking to Timothy here, Paul talking to Timothy here, saying, study and do your best to present yourself to God, approved a workman, tested by trial, who has no reason to be ashamed, accurately handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. If we must develop skill, we have to subject ourselves to studying, to learning, to active discipleship in those areas of our lives where we are lacking. Even in our enterprise, whether it's a business you're running, ministry gift that you, that you are, whether it's through your, your career, there is no growth and continued growth, right? If you're not willing to subject yourself to learning through existing body of knowledge, we must study to show that we are capable to handle the assignment that God has placed in our hands, whatever that looks like, right? Another way that we can learn and expose ourselves to knowledge, expose ourselves to upskilling is through in an intentional and um, systematic 
learning system. It's where you deliberately enroll in a system of learning. Think through courses, training, teaching, and say, I'm going to stay here for six months, three months, one year. I'm going to go and do that, that course. I'm going to register for that certification. You seek out those opportunities to upskill in a formal and systematic way. This form of learning is important because sometimes we need those kinds of environments that is very regimented and, you know, very formal to make ourselves learn deliberately. When somebody is going to be examining you, you're going to put your attention there, right? You're going to ensure that you do not fail, if you get what I mean. You're going to want to give your best to growing in that area. Because through this learning system, you're basically saying, I am going to allow myself to stick to what I'm learning. It helps you to ensure that you acquire the necessary wisdom that we need to grow and become complete in the area of assignments, of work, of business, of enterprise, of ministry that you have been committed to doing. So in what way do you think that you need to get certification, a course, a formal kind of learning for the area that you have been called to? Because a lot of times, people start to respect you as an authority when they find that you have some form of knowledge or some form of formal training to do what you're supposed to do. For, for example, are you going to take yourself to a hospital where the doctor or the person who is going to be there to administer you um, some medication is not even trained, right? So think about it. So why do we think that anything else, whether it's through business, ministry, or doesn't also require that kind of formal learning? That's give ourselves the, the opportunity to become an authority wherever we have been called to through formal learning, all right? And then another way, which is very important, is through constant practice. If we are to grow, then we must be doing what we are learning. We learn through practice. The more you do, the more skills you get. We can't just be acquiring knowledge without actually putting it into action. The more we do, the more we practice the better we become at being able to handle the knowledge. We get, we get more skilled the more we do. The more you do things, the easier it becomes for you to become one with what you're learning. You're enforcing that learning through doing, through growing, through your experiences. We, when you're acting it out, you're growing better. You're fully involved in the learning process through constant practice. One of my favorite ways, actually, of also learning is by teaching what you're learning to other people, passing on knowledge. It means like you have now gotten to a level of mastering to some extent, to some degree, that thing that, thing that you're learning. And so you are teaching somebody else. You are reinforcing your own learning. You are solidifying your own learning when you're teaching what you have learned to other people around you. The more you talk about it, the more you teach it, the better you become. The more you see all the areas where you see, oh, this I didn't get this one the last time. Okay, I will do better here. I will learn more about this one here. You're basically trying to pot into another person through teaching them. And then you are also upskilling in that area. You're learning more by pouring into others through teaching them. 
your own. Even the Bible says what you have learned, commit to other people, right? So by committing it to other people, teaching it to them, you're basically pouring into them. They are learning, but you are also growing in your area of knowledge. You're also growing in your area of skilling. So these examples are just a few of the ones that I have um, used over the period of time that have helped me to grow in my own life, in the things that God has called me to do, how I've been able to upskill in certain areas of my life, how I've been able to add value constantly over the years to other people, to myself. It's how I've grown, right? So I'm sure there will be a system right there of how you can learn. Maybe some of these ones that I've mentioned today, just ask yourself, for this assignment that I've been called to, what is the best method that I can adopt based on where I'm going? If, for example, you wanted to to become an instructor, maybe a lecturer, you're going to say, okay, do I want to do my PhD so that I can become this person that is an authority in this field? If it's a business you want to start, do I want to enroll in coaching so that somebody can hold my hand through the process of launching out my business or launching out that idea, right? So I would say that the depending on what you're trying to learn in that season of your life, that should inform your choice of which, which kind of learning you want to subject yourself to, or maybe a method of a combination of two or three or more of, this, of these things in that season of your life. It's going to be up to you to look through and say, which way can I learn better for this assignment that God has called me to? Right? So the question now, that we want to ask ourselves is how do we ensure that we are subjecting ourselves to this learning process through this method? So these methods are great, they're beautiful, but how can you ensure that it becomes a part of you, it becomes a part of your life, right? How can these things help you to scale up? And, and I want to say that the first thing that you have to come to terms with is the fact that learning is a continuous process and you must adopt a mindset of lifetime learning, meaning you're not going to say, okay, I'm just going to do that degree or do that course and that's it. I'm done forever. I'm not going to learn any, anything anymore. Every day, you're going to have to continue learning. You have to, it's a process of continuous improvement. It's never going to end. It's never going to stop. There's never going to be a time in our lives when we are not supposed to be learning. It's never going to happen, right? So we must adopt that mindset and know that learning is here to stay. And so because of that, we're going to ensure that we are getting ourselves ready for a lifetime of learning. The second thing is that you must create a regular structure of learning into your life. There's no other way that it would happen if you do not deliberately create a regular structure, create a system through which you feed your soul. Ask yourself, what's my learning system? What does it look like for me to be learning? Do I have um, a system that ensures that I'm being fed? in my mind, in my spirit on a daily basis, on a regular basis, that my soul is growing. How? What's my structure for learning? What does that look like for me? And nobody can do that for you. You should know better about how you work and what kind of systems you need to put in place for yourself to ensure that learning happens, right? An example of that could be to say, every year I will take a course in all these areas of my life. So maybe you want to say, in your faith, your fitness, your family, in your friendships, in your work. You want to break those areas of your life down. And like we say here, families are rising. We talk about the five circles of a, of a, of a mother's life. We talk about, you know, our enterprise, which 
how do you grow here? How can I put a system of learning in this area? In family, how can I do this here? In wellness, how can I grow here? You know, we talk about our relationships. How can I grow here? We talk about our enterprise. How can I grow here? You know, we talk about all those things, spirituality, how can I grow? And then you ensure that you have that system out there. Otherwise, it will not happen, right? And then you make room in your life for that learning to take place. Put it on your calendar, schedule it. Every month or every week, I'm going to be reading a book, a chapter of a book per day, or I'm going to devote my duty of the week, one hour, two hours, to listening to some podcast videos to help me in this area of my life that I'm focusing on in this season. You must put it on your schedule, put it on your calendar, schedule your learning and stick with it through reminders, through alarms, if you, if you may, and say, How, I need to put this in place in my life. Otherwise, it will not happen. And let me tell you something. Sometimes it doesn't have to be a big thing you're doing. It could be 30 minutes a day. That's the me. Oh, it could be 15 minutes a day. But constant, regular learning, it will add up quickly. Better, small, than not do anything at all. So if it's 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes you can spare a day. If it's every other day, you can spare one hour. Whatever you think works for you based on your schedule. You could be, I'm going to listen to podcasts on my way to work. Whatever works for you. But create a schedule and stick with it. Put it on your calendar. Put an alarm there. Let it be part of what you're doing. Let it be automated in your life. And then keep yourself accountable to the learning process by checking, evaluating your growth and saying, how am I growing in this area? How have I improved from the last year till now? What has changed for me? In what way have I changed? In what way have I evolved? What is happening with me? How am I growing? You know, that kind of thing. Evaluate it. Stay accountable and check if you are really growing in that area or not. Wow. I'm sure that you're going to agree with me that nothing good comes without us cultivating, deliberately investing in, making room. For those things to happen in our lives. So learning also won't happen. We're not going to get the right education to thrive, to flourish, to become all that God wants us to, be, to become. If we do not deliberately invest in and make room for and engage actively in the process of lifelong learning to grow ourselves and upskill so that we can flourish in the things that God has called us to. We must invest in our learning and growth. So ask yourself this question today. How can I begin to break down putting my learning as part of my daily routine, as part of my regular schedule, not just wait for some part of the year to grow, to develop my mind, to flourish, to thrive by learning, by growing in this area of my life. How can I grow? How can I thrive? How can I flourish? Ask yourself that question. And let's just say a word of prayer together before we go today. Lord, we just want to thank you because we know that you love us so much. You desire for us to grow, to become mature, to grow in, into becoming who you want us to become. We thank you because you have opened our eyes today to see the different ways that we can learn and how we can invest in our own growth. And we just ask, Holy Spirit, we ask for your wisdom, for your discernment, to know how we should go away from here today, 
to putting proper structure into our lives, making room in our lives for improvement, for growth, for learning to happen. We say, Holy Spirit, open our eyes to see the areas of our lives when we're investing our energy into the wrong things and help us to become who we need to become in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, until next time, we are going to start off another conversation around accountability as a way to thrive and to flourish. I'll see you next time. By God's grace, keep growing and keep thriving as God desires for you to grow. Have a great and blessed week and keep yourself in God's word. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. And so before you go, I want to remind you to ensure that you share this podcast with somebody who definitely needs to listen to it. What is growth if you're not doing it with your friends? So share away and don't forget to check the podcast notes to see how you can stay connected to our community here at familiesarising.org. Till next time, I'll see you. My name is Olusha Ashiro. Take care and have an amazing and blessed week.